You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 157, How to Turn Off Work at Night. (laughs) All right, y'all, this is a serious topic (laughs) because I know y'all out there are, are needing to learn how to do this. I know that you are are not always turning work off at night. And whether that's physically turning off work or or mentally turning off work, okay? And and we've talked about this a little bit here and there. I know that we've uh, talked about um, kind of transitioning from work to home uh, in episode number 61. So if you have not listened to episode number 61, you are going to want to listen to that immediately after this episode because I tell you what, they go hand in hand. And I think that it is just a great episode for if you are struggling to get you know, in the present moment, whenever you get home with your family or with your, even with your dog, you know, what, whatever that is, you know, struggling to enjoy your downtime, you're going to want to listen to that episode as well. So episode number 61, transitioning from work to home, go listen to that one next. Okay. Um, so today though, I want to kind of dive in more to turning off work at night because we can have like the rituals, like we talk about in episode number 61, where you kind of transition your brain to home instead of like working doctor time. Right. Um, but I think that something important to talk about is also like in this realm is setting boundaries between work and home. And and it's something that I had to learn how to do too. So I know that you can do it as well. I know y'all are are smart kids just like me, okay? So I have full faith that this is going to be something that you can tackle easily, okay? And really, it's just about retraining your brain, okay? Because our brains really are like... I don't know. It's it's a uh, if you think of it almost like a device. Like it's a device that is meant to um, you know process things, right? It is not necessarily meant to just be left to its own devices, right? Like it is. You can use it as a higher level being. <laughs> you can use this device, okay? So I want you to kind of think about that. I I think about my brain as a tool all the time, and so sometimes we have to kind of reprogram it a little bit or retrain it, because if we just leave it to do its own thing, it's going to do some silly stuff sometimes. And so, you know, right now, like I know how it is. If you haven't done this work to to kind of turn off that work at night. I know how that goes. Like you come home and you're still stuck like mentally on all the things that you need to get done. Maybe that's like all the patient portal messages and EMR tasks and the ultrasounds you need to sign off on in the labs and um, checking on the vitals on that patient you operated on earlier today. Maybe you should call and check in with the nurses just to double check that those vitals are correct and she's actually doing okay, right? Like this whole like uh, swirling amount of things, right? And Part of turning off that is kind of uh, this process of setting boundaries with your brain so that you can retrain your brain. No, we don't do that whenever we're at home, okay? And so whenever whenever you get home, I want you to kind of think about, you know, you're, you're turning off work mode, you're turning on home mode, okay? Um, and I want you to notice whenever your brain wants to think about work, Maybe you're sitting down at the dinner table or maybe you're giving your toddler a bath and your brain's like, oh my gosh, I forgot to sign off on that script and send that script and then tell my nurse to, no. Like whenever you notice your brain start doing that, I want you to pause right there and set a boundary with your brain, 
Okay. And whenever I say that, what I mean is you shut it down. You stop that chatter in your brain that is all about work and you turn your attention to something else. You, you reroute. Okay. And so, you know, you have that ability to watch your brain because you are a human with a higher level brain than other primates, right? And so, or other animals and beings, um, all the things, right? And so whenever you let your brain run away with you, thinking about, you know, your surgery patient or dreading the amount of charts that you need to do after bath time, it's going to continue to do that. It's just on autopilot and it's just going to do what it does. It's going to remind you of all the shit that you were trying to remember and not forget. So it's like, oh yeah, we can't forget that. I need to remind her, you know, a hundred times, right? And so that comes up like chatter. And so you can stop the chatter <laughs> in your brain by just like not allowing it. Okay, like hold up, pause. Nope, we are in the middle of dinner time. And refocus on really noticing the current moment. Okay. And so sometimes you have to just take charge of your brain and set that boundary. And so how I do this is I remind myself, like, I am home. So now I am in home mode. <laughs> and I really actually will visualize, this is my personal preference, I like to visualize actually like, like if you're in your phone and you, you turn a setting on or off, you like push that little toggle and it like goes and it turns blue, right? Like, or whatever color it turns on. And then maybe another setting turns off whenever you do that. So I actually like visualize like, no, I'm in home mode, toggle home mode on I, and turn work mode off. And just having that little visualization is just like my little pause. That's like my boundary. That's my, my <laughs> little picture, right? And, and if we can draw a line for our brain about, you know, these are the rules brain, our brain will then follow those rules. It wants to follow rules. It, it likes to be told what to do. And so if we're like, nope, brain, we're at home now, home mode's turned on. And we just keep, you know, reinforcing that, um, you know, then your brain will catch on. Like, no brain, we don't work when home mode's on. We only work when work mode is on. And, and, we're actually at work. Right? Now, for those of you that take call from home, you may need to have a third mode called call mode, which is a little combo. But anyway, so I whenever I think about this, what this does is reminds me to focus on the present moment of being at home. And when my brain starts to offer other ideas about worrying, um, maybe thinking about all the things I need to do tomorrow, um, thinking about how far behind I am, or, oh, crap, I forgot this, you know, or worrying and ruminating about someone I operated on that I have in the hospital that I just delivered, you know, whatever that is, I remind myself, nope, home mode is on, right? Sometimes my brain likes to really think about like, no, this is really important. I need to, um, I need to call and check on this, or I need to just check this one thing so I can feel better. Um, and it's a matter of like life and death, right? If we're taking care of patients, that's what my brain likes to kind of kind of tell me. And it's like, okay, yeah, but there is a, if I'm not on call, I have to remind my brain sometimes like, no, there is a very capable physician that is on call. So if there is a problem, they will be notified. I do not have to go look for the problems. Okay. <laughs> I do not have to go and stare in her EMR and go search all of her vitals and look and see what's happening. I do not need to do that because there is a physician who will be notified if something's happening and that it's not my turn because home mode is on for me. Okay. And so I think that, um, you know, when, 
you know, I remind myself of that. I'll also try to, you know, focus on what's happening in front of me, right? And so sometimes that's hard, though. I I think that something that helps me um, whenever my brain is like, stuck in this cycle of like worrying or ruminating or wanting to think about work whenever I'm at home is like, nope, home mode's on. And what are all the things that I've been wanting or needing to do in my downtime? And like asking myself that, because I don't know about y'all, but I used to really have this, this habit of thinking about work all night and then like going to work. And then when I'm at work, I'm thinking about all the things I want to do or need to do at home. And this was especially bad if I was like at the hospital at night. Um, I would sit and think about all the things I was missing out on, actually. And I would create a lot of FOMO for myself or even even like a homesickness feeling, right? Um, and so it, it made me feel a lot of those like kind of negative emotions that made me just want to go home, right? And because I was really focused on those things, even though I was at work and work mode was on, Right. And maybe I'm focusing on like I missed out with my kids or I'm missing out on relaxing on the couch or I'm missing out on sleep. None of that, like focusing on any of that is not while I'm at work, that's home stuff. So if I'm focusing on home mode stuff while I'm at work, that stuff is just going to make me feel really negatively and make me hate my job. (laughs) Okay. And so whenever I'm in that mode, I'm really feeling sorry for myself. So I, I had to really work on this because that was like the first thing my brain would do if I didn't like take charge and manage my brain. Um, it would show me all the things I was missing out on and all the, all the terrible reasons why I shouldn't be doing this, right? And then I would go home eventually, right? And then I would continue to think about work instead of actually enjoying all those things that I had been feeling sorry uh, you know, for myself about missing out on. Right. So it's like, oh, I spent all this time upset that I was missing out on this shit. And then whenever I finally got home, no, I continue to think about work. (laughs) So we have to set some boundaries with our brain about this because it just creates kind of a lose-lose situation, right? It's like we're not enjoying our downtime. We're not um, we're not enjoying our job either. Okay. So, you know, whenever you're at home, I want you to switch on home mode. And remind yourself, like, now is the time to enjoy those things I've been wanting to do at home, right? It's not time to think about work brain. This is home mode. It's time to think about enjoying the things here. And, you know, if if I'm not on call, I will often actually use my phone to help me do this um, by actually switching the focus profile. So if you guys haven't explored this in your phone settings, if you are an iPhone user, I'm sure that there's other... Um, other like notification uh, settings in other types of phones like Androids and such, but um, the focus modes are very customizable. And so if you haven't looked at that, um, I encourage you to do that because it helps you be in home mode even, you know, even if your phone is like not in home mode. Like if you use a phone that's for work and it's also your personal phone, um, you can turn off all of the pings, all the notifications, um, and because you don't need your phone reminding you that you should think about work. Like you don't need that notification drawing your brain's attention to back to work. Okay, so I would encourage you to really check that out and turn. I would encourage you to turn off all of your notifications whenever you're at home. Um, but <laughs> and maybe even at work, if you find that you know you're getting a lot of different like pop-ups or pings um, that 
are distracting you. And so, so you can literally customize that. I, I turn mine where my family's calls would come through and I don't get any notifications. So texts don't pop up, emails don't pop up, no sounds, right? I can go and check on those things, of course, if I decide to. Um, but my phone isn't like yelling at my brain like, hey, hey, look at me. Let's think about work, right? And so, you know, I, I, I turn off all that stuff because that stuff can wait, you know, I really do this too. I'm going to say it. I do it with almost every group message that I am involved in. Um, As soon as the group message pops up, I make it quiet because I can go in and check that at my own convenience, but I'm not going to get the the buzz on my watch or the, the ping in my pocket, you know, um, uh, you know, every two seconds when someone's commenting about, you know, the birthday party we have planned for Susie at the front desk, right? You know, that can wait, It's not urgent. And rarely are any of these notifications so important that being in home mode um, is is a bad thing, right? That you miss it. So I will tell you, I have never checked on these things, on these notifications the next day at work and regretted letting it sit overnight. Like no one has ever tried to get a hold of me that was like an emergency. Like that's kind of what we think. Like, well, what if someone needs me? And that being said, I have it where... If my partners call me, um, then it comes through if it's like an emergency, right? So I've told them if there's an emergency and you need to get hold of me, you call, you don't text, right? And so anyway, I've got it set up where certain people can get a hold of me during home mode, but nobody else can, not unless I decide it's okay, right? And so I've not regretted that. Nothing has ever been missed, okay? So think about that. Another way that I really um, like to help reinforce work-home boundaries, um, besides just reminding my brain I'm in home mode and and redirecting my brain to those things that I want to do and decreasing all the reminders of work mode, right, um, is, is I made a deal with myself a long time ago, I don't bring work home, okay? And so... You guys have heard me talk about that maybe um, whenever we talked about charting. I don't bring charts home. I don't do portal messages at home. I don't bring dictations home. I can't, I I probably could log into the EMR. Um, I honestly have not done that in ages. Um, And so even if it's like, you know, something that is going on on call, usually it's like, I don't need that information or the nurse has the information for me. Um, I don't usually have to see it if I'm on call. So, um, Maybe my situation is different than yours, but I do not routinely log into the EMR from my home. And so I, um, I, I think that having that actual physical geographic boundary for my brain is actually very clear cut. And so by not bringing work home, my brain can see like there's a clear physical boundary and it doesn't, it doesn't often offer up random chatter about charts and, and portal messages and ultrasounds anymore, because that's just not something we do at the house. Like I don't do that whenever I'm actually in my physical location of home. And so I think that having that, I realize that, um, that is something, a goal to work towards. Um, and so I encourage you all to work towards that. Like I don't bring charts home and that's, um, you know, that's through a lot of work of like, okay, I do B minus charting, right? We talked about this in the, the charting episode. I, um, I have a quick text for everything. I try and make it as easy as I can for myself. 
And so um, I don't currently have a scribe either. We are working on that still. I know I talked about that a few episodes ago. Um, so that's even even when I don't have a scribe. I'm not. I'm doing my charts right now, and I'm still not. I don't bring my charts home. Um, <clears throat> so um, that is something I I wish for all of you, and I know that that's a big step. Um, but I will tell you, you know, go back and listen to the charting episode um, if that's something you haven't done in a while. Um, and make this a goal. Make it a goal to not bring work home for yourself. Because whenever you bring work home, your brain gets confused. Like, oh, are we in work mode or home mode, right? It's going to offer the work all the time because our brains like to work, right? We, we, get a little, we get a little dopamine from that work. We're good at what we do. And so our brains would really like us to focus on it because it feels good sometimes, right? Even if we're, you know, cussing our charts. Um, it still feels good to accomplish that kind of stuff. So, all right, y'all. So the next thing I'll say is that if your brain offers a lot of chatter about call um, and dreading call, I don't want you to dread call anymore. So I want you to go get uh, my free checklist, which is the Calm Call Checklist, okay? Um, you can go get that by signing up at coach-miles.com forward slash checklist, and I guarantee you if, you, if you do the things, you know, even if you just pick one thing from each area on this checklist to start with, you will decrease that chatter about dreading call and, and you will help, you know, start setting the boundary um, whenever you're not on call. We don't think about call, okay? Unless it's like planning, I need to plan what I need to pack in my call bag or something like that. That's different. But um, thinking about call and having brain chatter about call whenever you're not on call, that's like work mode stuff. So use this checklist to help you not dread call anymore. Okay. If that applies to you. So go get that checklist. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. All right, friends, I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a great week. Love you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, the Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.